0: What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Well, when I was in that hotel room leading into night one, producers did come and ask if I wanted, you know, do you have any fun ideas? Oh. And I was like, nope, nope. I'm not.
1: <laughs> Jinx. <laughs>
0: Shandy. Welcome back to Dio Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. Are you ready to recap episode five? I'd like to think we're at the halfway point.
1: Wait, we're not at the halfway point? It's possible I we're not. I'm just saying. I told this was the halfway point.
0: But I think it's getting there. Do you feel ready? Yeah. How did you feel about episode five in, in general?
1: I would say this. Episode four was an incredibly easy act to follow. <laughs> So my opinion of episode five is partially clouded by how much moose balls uh, episode four
0: was
1: (laughs) swallowed Swallowed. into its gullet.
0: All right. Episode five kicks off with where episode four left off. And that is an argument between Aaron and Thomas. Hmm. We pick up hearing Aaron say, don't straddle make out right in front of me. He didn't say bro, but we can assume there was probably a bro. There were some bros
1: in there. No question.
0: And Thomas... Is not particularly apologetic for once.
1: <laughs> He's learned that he doesn't have to apologize. Yeah, yeah. he does to not. to f- watch him grow up.
0: <laughs> he does not fall on his sword here. No. Aaron says, That was a non answer, bro. And Thomas says, I have a happy thing with Tammy, so I don't know what you want me to say. Nice. Mm-hmm. And look, as I said yesterday, I do think Thomas. Could have thought that out better and not gone in the daybed. That was not right in the line of sight of Aaron. Mm-hmm. But I do think the bigger criminal here is obviously Tammy. Mm-hmm. And Joe, meanwhile, in an ITM says, Tammy clearly doesn't want to be happy. I mean, she really just tries to put herself in bad situations.
1: Joe is the voice of reason.
0: <laughs> because maybe it's exciting for her. I don't know. And Joe really is the voice of reason here.
1: He really is. He doesn't say a lot, but when he says things, he says things that mean something.
0: Yep. So Tammy now talks with Aaron, and as they go off to another day bed, <laughs> possibly the same day bed on which Tammy made out with no, this Thomas. Is the, this is
1: the talking day bed.
0: Yeah, this is a different day. Bed. Yeah. Demi says in an ITM. She does these things because she likes to stir things up. She likes to be a bitch. She likes to be malicious. Wait, Demi said <laughs> yes. this?
1: Okay. Yeah. That adds up.
0: I mean, she's not wrong. and We know that Tammy loves to be involved.
1: I mean, it takes one to know one. So yeah, Sure. Yeah, I wrote. She, she can say that. I
0: wrote, she's right, but also pot, meat, kettle. Tammy now has the gall. To start off this conversation with, first of all, I'm trying to work out my own feelings, too, and follow my heart and what I want out of this, just like you are. She literally starts off with that. Isn't that incredible?
1: Amazing. amazing.
0: (laughs) Aaron says... If you had told me you were going to straddle and kiss the guy that I hate the most and that I've told you about multiple times right in front of me after you told me to trust you, I would have said, okay, maybe I should go talk to someone else.
1: That would have been an amazing opener. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I really like you, but just so you know, if I am going t- to straddle the guy that you really <laughs> hate.
0: I mean, the police chief is correct.
1: Yes. He's the 100% correct. The chief is always correct. correct. That's why he was...
0: No, he's not always correct, but in this case, he is
1: correct. Oh, you're right.
0: Yeah. He's he's the honesty police. And mm-hmm. Tammy was very dishonest with him. Yes. Oh, we, so we talked about this yesterday, how Aaron seems really focused on the optics of it all. He says, I'm humiliated. I'm a laughingstock. People are pitying me in the whole house. Poor he said that Aaron. to her. Poor Isn't that Aaron. interesting? Look, I think that that would be annoying, but I find it interesting that that's what he's really focused on. And that does to me... Lend to our theory that he and Tammy were just sort of in Absolutely. this mutually beneficial relationship. Absolutely. I
1: mean, I understand that he has to maintain the integrity of his high office that he holds, which is <laughs> chief of police. Yes. So he can't be made a fool of. Yes. But all the evidence is in, I think, on their relationship being a sham within a sham wrapped up in a sham. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he is far too focused, I think, on the optics and not on his broken heart. Mm. But anyway, I, he's he's definitely in the right here. Yeah, we yeah, are yeah. Oh, team, absolutely. team police chief Aaron. Mm-hmm. And in an ITM, Aaron says, she was like, trust me, trust me, trust me. This is why people have trust issues. He's right. Yep. Can you imagine if the roles were reversed, if gender roles were reversed? I mean, people would be coming at Tammy and therefore people should be coming at Tammy. Yep. This was really not nice. No. No. I don't care how drunk she was, how horned she was Mm -hmm. or how in producers pockets she was. Agreed. So now Tammy cries to Thomas and he comforts her. (laughs) And she says in an ITM, I just never wanted to come into this hurting anybody because I also don't want to be hurt. For me to be the one hurting, I just don't know what to do. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> you have to, for the listeners, the people who don't watch, you have to sing the sound of the violin. Oh, you're sorry, playing. sorry.
1: I'm playing a very small violin. It
0: doesn't look that small based on the. i oh, only do it again. The, okay,
1: <laughs> very good. I'm now playing a very small violin. Yes, good. Amazing. For those who violin. can't see. <laughs>
0: And Tammy also admits the person she can see things working out with outside of this is Thomas. And then a scene later, she's making out with him and laughing.
1: Of course. That's what happens. Mm
0: -hmm. And once again, Aaron is a stone's throw away.
1: (laughs) They're they're literally like, okay, where's Aaron? Is he? Okay, he's close enough. Okay, let's make out. Like, like, oh, I love you so much. Yeah, let's make. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is Aaron around here? (laughs) Oh, there he is. Okay, we're good. Let's go.
0: And now we're back to Riley and Marissa on another day bed. Yep. He raps a rap he wrote for her. He raps a rap?
1: He he performs a rap. He
0: performs a rap yeah. that he wrote for her mm-hmm. and she loves it. And they make out. Yeah. And they seem very happy. Excellent. And I guess Connor B is still who knows what he's doing. He's but sad, I think he gets he's
1: sad sacking <laughs> <laughs> around the beach. <laughs> he's, he's up to some some good old-fashioned sad sacking. <laughs> All right
0: and now we're on to deandra she reveals that she's interested in giving her rose to chasen but she's still trying to figure it all out Mm -hmm. she definitely seems caught off guard by chasen like she admits that she wouldn't have seen that connection coming and i have (laughs) to admit i agree with her i would not have thought that they would be into Mm, each other deandra is really quality by the way
1: it seems that way yeah. yeah
0: i'm very into her anyway he fetches her and brings her to a planned date, which is basically him massaging her and ultimately giving her an icy, in Noah's words, necklace.
1: Yeah, he won upped <laughs> He won up the trainee at the police academy. <laughs> he said, oh, I'll raise your bracelet with this inexplicably bought necklace.
0: Yeah. Uh, who knows where he got that necklace? I wonder.
1: Do you think production just has a jewelry store like on, on the beach
0: where yeah. you can
1: just... Give gifts if you so choose.
0: Yeah, definitely something happened there. I doubt it was Jason's idea. No, this, much,
1: this reeked of pre-preparedness.
0: Yes, much in the way opening night gimmicks, like limo um, exit gimmicks no. are rarely oh. the contestants. Interesting. I would say 50-50. Like, so, they usually say, oh, do you have any th- ideas?
1: I bet you Connor thought of the cat idea though. I bet you.
0: Possibly, or it's also possible they said, do you have any ideas? And he was like, well, I know Katie likes cats.
1: Oh. And
0: they were like, oh, do you want to dress up like a cat? We have this costume right over here. That's very possible, too. you're right. Yeah. It's
1: such a commitment, though.
0: (laughs) It is. Well, when I was in that hotel room leading into night one, producers did come and ask if I wanted, you know, do you have any fun ideas? Oh. And I was like,
1: nope. Nope. I'm not... (laughs) jinx <laughs> yeah i was problem. like
0: nope not doing that and they were like okay bye-bye
1: <laughs> and they're like t- like don't
0: ask Charlie any more questions <laughs> about anything oh god they must have hated me
1: yeah.
0: all right so yeah chasen gives deandra a necklace that he surely had in his suitcase coming to mexico
1: prepared specifically for deandra yes. because so mm-hmm. he knows her taste in jewelry e- and yep. other things
0: yep and now carl pulls deandra and she here Tells him that she cannot accept the bracelet that he gave her.
1: Can I just say one thing? Yes. The Deandra, um Chasen Carl triangle yeah. reminds yeah. me of like when you see a group of pigeons and there's two <laughs> pigeons doing their little pigeon dance for a female pigeon. Yeah. Two male pigeons. Yes. And the female pigeon is good careless. <laughs> yeah and they're just like really committing they're blowing up their neck and they're doing that that whole weird dance they do and making the sounds and she's just like eating seeds
0: well she's like leave me alone
1: yeah she's like i'm eating seeds the guy the old man just threw seeds on the ground i I, let's do this some other time (laughs) and i'm not interested on top of the fact that there was no seeds here i still want to be interested leave me alone
0: you're right that's very accurate actually So she tells Carl here that she cannot accept the bracelet he gave her. Mm -hmm. I thought this was lovely of her to do.
1: Do you think he got his money back for that?
0: When he gets back to Miami, maybe he can Mm. return it. He takes it really well and says he's loved getting to know her. And she says, you're so mature. If only that's where it ended. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite part of this whole saga, though, was Noah recapping the jewelry situation in his ITM. He says, Carl got Deandra a Pandora bracelet. I got my mom one of those in 2000. I think they were great then. Maybe it'll still work now.
1: (laughs) No shade there.
0: Yeah. My favorite part, though, is how, as he says this, his age flashes and showing that he's 26 years old. So, yeah, he was five years old when he gave his mother a Pandora bracelet. Wow,
1: that's a very, very advanced five-year-old move. <laughs> we're, we're picking apart his it. Did he go to the store to get it? Like, <laughs> was it just like I want a bracelet from my mommy? <laughs> he bought
0: it with money from <laughs> like, the two fairy. Are you with anybody? <laughs>
1: like, is this someone? Is someone waiting outside for you? What's going on here? Just tell the kid the bracelet. It's money. Who cares?
0: So, Jason and Deandra are talking again, and now they're discussing brunch and Bloody Marys.
1: I also like Bloody Marys. You
0: love a Bloody Mary.
1: I will have a Bloody Mary in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, on a plane, on a train, on a bus. I will have one anywhere.
0: Yeah. Fun fact, Andy really does order Bloody Marys at dinner.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it. No shame.
0: <laughs> you love Bloody Marys so much that I actually think this warmed you to Chasen.
1: I wasn't feeling great about Chasen. And after the Bloody Mary comment, I have to be honest, I'm embarrassed to say I kind of liked him. <laughs> he reminded me of, of Iceman from Top Gun, young Val Kilmer.
0: Yeah. Which, by the way, that documentary, we highly recommend it.
1: It's a great doc.
0: Meanwhile, Carl is ruminating. He seemed to be okay with it at the time that Deandra was dumping him. But Mm -hmm. now as he thinks about it more and more, he's not so happy anymore. Mm -mm. Because he's heard about the necklace. And then he goes to get Chasen to go have a talk. My favorite thing here is he and Chasen are walking down to the beach. Apparently the beach is where you have arguments.
1: That's right. You, you're not allowed to have arguments anywhere else. You'd think at the bar there would be arguments. Yeah. That's where everyone has an yeah, argument.
0: bar fight. The term yeah, bar you're fight. you drink, you're like, ah, <laughs> damn it,
1: what did you say about me? And yeah. there's, and there's like, like, no, let's not have this fight at the bar. Let's go to this romantic beach and have this fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, but my favorite part was when, on the way to the beach, Chasen asks, what do you want to talk about?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Andy, you said jewelry. <laughs> 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 so Carl confronts Chasen about the necklace. Meanwhile, this stood out to me. Ivan goes and talks to Deandra. This really stood out to me because they don't have any kind of romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. He's just supporting her. He says, what's up, Deandra? And she goes, hey, love. And he said, you good? And she said, yeah, I don't know what that's about.
1: What's interesting is that Ivan and Deandra are the only two people on the island who have not done anything annoying or stupid. (laughs) And they're kind of adults.
0: I really like them. I kind of wish they would get together. I don't think
1: they're attracted to each other. Yeah,
0: this is definitely a platonic relationship, but I am all about it. I just thought this was so cute. Also, so classy on Ivan's part. Remember, Ivan's in the exact same boat as Carl. Like, he also lost his girl. He doesn't know if he's getting a rose. And you don't see him. Like, he does talk to Mari that night, but it's not like he's picking fights with Chris over taking Yesenia from him. Yeah. He's just great. Okay. Oh, you
1: really love
0: Ivan. I love Ivan. I mean, he's just a normal, nice guy.
1: I think. I think if you saw, <laughs> I think he's in the wrong setting though. Yeah. Like if you saw Ivan in a group of like normal, nice guys, you'd be like, "Oh, he's nice."
0: <laughs> but here, he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> so Carl and Chasen are going at it, and Andy, you said Carl is so hungry for stage time, you can practically see him looking at the cameras and giving a thumbs up. <laughs> It's true. He always has that, as you said last night. He always has that slight curl in his lip, like he is.
1: He's always got this half smile, yeah. like he's looking at the audience. Yes, it's weird. Yeah,
0: it reminds me a bit of Seinfeld's acting.
1: Totally. You know,
0: like he's he's great as Seinfeld. Like he's yeah, hilarious yeah, yeah. on Seinfeld as Jerry Seinfeld as himself. But he's also not the best actor in the world because he's always half smile. That's smiling. part of the
1: charm of the show. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and part of Carl's charm. Yes. Is that even when he's upset, he's like.
1: <laughs> Motivational speaker.
0: He says to Chasen, I should call you Captain One Upper. And Chasen, with what I think is the line of the episode, says, Captain One Liner for you.
1: Oh, just A plus. A plus. Mm-mah. Come back.
0: Mwah, chef's kiss. When Carl storms off, Andy, you said he just made Chasen look so good.
1: Even better. Bloody Mary and now this. Chasen's a star. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if Jason's a star, but he certainly looks better than Carl in this moment. Yes, and now we have Tajwan and Trey. Mm. Trey says to Tajwan, "I don't feel that we are right for each other. I think that's on both of us." And he ends it knowing she has a rose, which I think is a nice gesture. He's mm-hmm. basically like, "Don't waste your rose on me." Yeah, I'm piecing out. She seems strangely surprised by this. I don't know. Their whole relationship to me from the beginning. I don't beginning. understand
1: anything. I can't even begin to analyze what happened. I have no idea what happened. Yeah. I I think from the beginning she wasn't into him. into him at all. No. And I think he kind of he's not a dumb guy i think he kind of knew like she was talking about riley and she was kind of ignoring him. we've rarely saw any time with them together she was often on her own just wandering about
0: yeah wandering about eating spaghetti spaghetti, on the beach
1: exactly (laughs) yeah and so when this ends like why is she so why is he is he i don't you know what i just don't get it yeah i'd love to know what people think what do you think we don't know why did trey leave why did tejuan leave why? What's going on? Yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I feel like this was definitely just a friendship from the get go. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, all the times where it was suggested to be romantic, I felt it was a little patronizing.
1: Yeah,
0: I've always felt that she was only half into him. And I thought he was more into her in the beginning, honestly. Yeah. No matter what, rejection sucks. And she is pretty upset about this. Yep. Surprisingly so. But, you know, I get it. Rejection sucks.
1: In regards to Trey, I think Trey was just honestly sick of being on the show. I think he just wanted to go home. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Yeah, I think he was over all the trash bag human behavior.
1: Yeah, well, that's well, we can debate that, but I think he was tired of being scrutinized in a microscope. I think he just was not. He was getting uncomfortable. You could yeah. sort of see it in everything he said, as as I did sort of comment. is like. He's not saying anything. Yeah. He's just talking because he's supposed to be talking. Mm -hmm. You could tell he's phoning everything in. Like, I feel like he was just like, I got to get home. This is getting me freaked out.
0: You've been calling him the narrator for a while. He's just sort of...
1: Just narrates what's happening in real time. Yeah. Nothing interesting.
0: Yeah. So as Trey leaves, Andy, you said, what are they going to do? The streets are going to be rife with crime. (laughs) We've lost our beat cop. The police department will never be the same. They're very top heavy. So now... Lance Bass has an announcement to make. So he brings everyone back together to A, say farewell as the guest host, Mm -hmm. but also B, to announce that Becca Kufrin is joining the cast. Mm. This would be shocking if we weren't teased this over and over and over again leading up to it. But I got to say, Becca looks radiant. And Aaron reveals in his ITMs that he had a huge crush on her during her season. Mm-hmm. And this is a very momentous occasion. I know it might not mean as much to you, but we've never had a former lead on Paradise. Mm-hmm. We've had, I think, one former lead. It was Ben Higgins on Winter Games. And also there was a former lead, I think, Jake Pavelka on Bachelor Pad. Still the best show ever. <laughs> but uh, this is a big deal. Becca Kufrin, raising Paradise's stock.
1: Hmm. And lowering hers.
0: <laughs> so now Tajwan, rather unceremoniously, chooses to leave. Mm-hmm. She says in a voiceover, this is my worst nightmare.
1: Wow, she must have very good dreams.
0: <laughs> and I had to say, note the jokey music. She, she has a sort of like jokester.
1: Like yeah, didn't get it.
0: Like she's the butt of a joke music playing. Didn't get it. And I don't know, I... I felt this was sort of unfair to her because she has decent reason to leave and for feeling defeated, like yeah. she just got kind of rejected. Even though I think she wasn't in the relationship either, but she was just sort of feeling like there's no one here for me. Yeah, and she had every reason to leave and pack her bags, but they were giving her this like dun, 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 music. I think
1: things got weird towards the end with Tajuan. I couldn't, as again, we I couldn't put my finger on. It. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, things I, got weird.
0: I think. I mean, we saw in episode four. Remember, she, I, I mentioned that how she was talking to someone out of frame. She's like, Taj can't pee. Taj can't poop. Taj can't whatever. Taj can't do anything. Yeah. I think that maybe, somewhere to Trey, she was sick of being inside the fishbowl.
1: I agree. I think both of them had that same realization that they just were about to lose it. Yeah. Like they just didn't want to be on TV anymore.
0: Paradise looks like so much fun. <laughs> so much
1: fun. Paradise.
0: Anyway, Tajwan will be missed, I think. I yeah. enjoyed her at times. Yeah. I didn't love her all the time. She was hit or miss. Yeah, she was hit or miss. And she really had her moments. And I kind of just think she deserved the respect of having a proper farewell with n- music that didn't mock her on the way out. Anyway, I agree. maybe I'm being overly sensitive. Yeah. Okay, so Becca now talks to the men, the available men. Mm-hmm. So first she talks to Ivan, then District Attorney James, mm-hmm. then Trainee Carl, and then Police Chief Aaron.
1: She's got a fetish for for cops.
0: All the remaining police department is single and on the prowl.
1: Shocking. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that.
0: Aaron says in a voiceover, if I got a rose from Becca, it'd be biblical. Literally. <laughs> Aaron really likes to speak in hyperbole.
1: About non-hyperbolic things.
0: Yes. Okay, so now we finally have this rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. Wells announces that Tajwan has left, and so (laughs) a rose, even though they could have just not had that extra rose on the table, a rose is then removed for effect.
1: And some guy actually has to come in to get the rose because no one else could handle that.
0: So now the ladies are the ones handing out the roses. Mm -hmm. Do you think these roses are still each worth 10000 or have they upped in value?
1: I think... Uh, Is it like
0: The Cube where they, it's now 20,000? I think 000? it's 20,000 now. Okay, yeah. 20,000. You're buying yourself at least two more episodes mm-hmm. on national television. Yep. So Natasha gives her roast to Brendan, Morissa to Riley, Serena to Joe, Abigail to Noah, Jasenia to Chris. Shockingly. Mm-hmm. I I'm, It's not shocking, but I just still feel like... Yeah, what happened what to Jesenia happened and Ivan? Ivan, yeah. How oh did that
1: not happen? I'm you know so what it was? That. It was that it was that it was that uh intimacy guru. <laughs> <laughs> she screwed them.
0: Yeah. Tammy gives hers to Thomas. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Dissing the police chief. Tammy gives hers to Kenny. Mm-hmm. Mari gives hers to James. Mm-hmm. Ooh. DeAndra gives hers to Ivan, a friendship rose. Mm. I loved this. Mm. She dissed both of the jewelry givers.
1: That was nice.
0: Yes. They have a friendship.
1: They have a really good platonic friendship. The
0: the blessing of being an original cast member. And finally, Becca gives hers to Aaron. Cha ching! <laughs> that is a big cha-ching. Aaron's stock just went up.
1: Yep. His Instagram followers.
0: I had to laugh. It's like a slot machine. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit, I laughed when Aaron and his ITM said that seeing Becca up there at the Rose Pedestal was like seeing an animal in its natural habitat.
1: Right, right. Yeah, of
0: course. (laughs) And then going home, we have trainee Carl Hmm. Chase. Who's Oh, Jason. Cha- oh, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He's gone. Chasen and Connor. Connor. We lost Connor.
1: I think it's probably best for Connor to be gone.
0: In his uh, exit in the car, he says, I just want someone to choose me. No. And then, Andy, you said, then go date in the real world. <laughs> Something tells me Connor's going to be just fine.
1: He'll be fine.
0: Okay, so the next morning, Aaron whose stock has risen, orders six scrambled eggs. I know that didn't stand out to you.
1: It's a lot of eggs. That's a
0: lot of eggs.
1: That's like a week's worth of eggs.
0: It's a yeah. It's, so it's more sh- than a week.
1: That's <laughs> assuming you eat eggs every day. It's like two weeks of eggs.
0: I wrote, he's on from Beauty and the Beast. You don't know that reference, but some people will get that. And Demi and Kenny seem fully coupled up. And of mm-hmm. course, we're shown this because... Dun, 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 Tia arrives Ooh. you don't really know tia
1: i i saw bits of tia okay yeah you've bits. seen bits I, i'm there. familiar with she was on um uh whose season was she on
0: was she on ari's season i don't remember i should know this but i don't there's too many seasons
1: so many seasons
0: yeah i don't know it doesn't really it matter it doesn't matter who she cares? was on like three years ago basically who cares who cares? <laughs> So Tia arrives and in an ITM says, Colton's saying it's not you, it's me. Legitimate.
1: Second best line of the night.
0: That was pretty funny. So the men are all smitten with Tia's southern accent. And then Tia talks to the men one by one. And in her conversation with Thomas, he asks, what three characteristics are you looking for coming into paradise?
1: Mm. I wrote,
0: oh my God, a real question about adjectives? Since when do you see that?
1: No, you don't.
0: Good old Thomas delivering every time. Delivers. And Tia replies, honesty, kindness, and gentle.
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) She gets an A for effort, a C for continuity.
0: (laughs) And then as Tia talks to Kenny, Demi says, the only thing worse than Tia's gaydar is her denim shorts.
1: Yeah. 95% mean, 5% funny.
0: Not funny enough for how mean it is. Yeah. I don't know why Demi does this.
1: This is Demi. This is the business she's chosen.
0: I just don't believe that she's that mean. Like, it's I don't just such it an unnecessarily nasty thing to say. Mm. Like, you can make the joke about her gay dar or whatever, but she just got, like, I don't know. Oh it my was. God, just,
1: let the girl wear a jean oh, shorts. Yes.
0: Anyway, I have to admit, I can see the chemistry between Tia and Kenny. Mm-hmm. They have a similar vibe. There's Agreed. something kind of there. Yeah. And then this is the highlight of the episode for me. Kenny then talks to Demi. <laughs> he asks Demi how she would feel if he went on a date with Tia. This is particularly amusing considering his oh, conversation with Mari deeply one episode ago. Mm-hmm. So he asks her how she would feel and Demi says, do you want to? And he says, well, if she asks, I would be open to it, but I wouldn't do it without seeing where you are. Does that make sense? And she says, I mean, I wouldn't be happy about it. And he says, I mean, I know that. I wouldn't be happy if you did either. (laughs) And she goes, well, what else do you want me to say about it? I would be bummed. And he goes, should I not do it then? Kenny... God, he loves to dance around. Yeah. That's what bugs me about this. Is like he was pretending to be the good guy and get her approval, but he was going to do it anyway.
1: Kenny's kennying. He does Kenny. That's it. And Kenny is does not know how to get through things smoothly. He really
0: doesn't. He just leaves a disaster in his wake everywhere he goes. Yep.
1: Just like his entrance. He's free-balling his way through everything.
0: <laughs> so he says, should I not do it then? And she says, I mean... I don't want you to, but I don't want you to be upset that you didn't go. Mm. And he says, I don't want to get in some weird situation. Uh, Like, would you go on a date if you were me? And she goes, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's not getting the answers he wants.
0: And he goes, just absolutely not. (laughs) And she says, I would not. And he goes, why? And she says, because I like you. And he says, I like you too. I just didn't know if we were full on dating yet.
1: This is a very, very adult and uh, (laughs) normal conversation.
0: Just say you want to go on the date. I can't stand this pretend, like being considerate of your feelings. It's clear that he wants to go on the date. Just say, look, I like her. I want to go on the date.
1: Yeah. He wanted Demi to say, yeah, go on a date. Yes. And when he didn't get that answer, he basically tried to ask it a different way. And then again, a different way. <laughs> yeah. And he kept not getting his answer.
0: Yeah. I did like this about Demi. God, we go back and forth on Demi yeah. all the time. She but- giveth and taketh. Yes, yeah, she giveth and taketh. I like how she didn't fall for it each time. Yeah, She's like, what else do you want me to say? I would be bummed. Would you go on the date? No. Like I don't want you to go on the date She says it at every turn You
1: know what the thing about Demi is When Demi is being real Which I think she was in this situation yes. when she's forced to be real She's the best
0: Yes And the rest of the time She's just playing
1: She's playing Demi
0: Playing Demi Playing she's Demi. She's playing a
1: version of Demi That TV said was who she was
0: Yeah So basically we like real Demi And not nuclear I don't, Demi
1: do, Don't like the fake Demi
0: Yeah <laughs> I wrote Ugh Kenny just pull a Mari already <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of delicious to watch him it is. struggling with the exact same predicament. Anyway, Tia asks out Kenny, and he says yes with zero hesitation, knowing how Demi feels about it. Mm-hmm. God, it's rich. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amusing. But the best part of all is after he leaves, Mari says to Demi, it's payback. Hey, at least you didn't know her before and you weren't friends.
1: And <laughs> when... <laughs>
0: That really was the mic drop line of the the episode.
1: Just absolute devastation.
0: Which is better, that or Chasen's your captain one-liner?
1: I don't want to pick a winner. I think they both stand on their own in their own particular situations. is excellent.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so Serena and Joe now. This is a really cute conversation. And of course, their relationship is being shown as like the paragon of paradise success because... Mm -hmm. We know that Kendall's coming at the end of the episode. Serena says, I never thought I would ever, 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 ever date, kiss, or whatever you want to call it with a guy named Joe. And mm-hmm. then they discuss their names. And it's just a cute, bantery, like, s- teasing conversation. I, they're just cute.
1: And, and, and Joe does make the, the accurate point that there are many people named Joseph in the world. It actually may be one of the most common names.
0: Yeah, I think that maybe it's generational. I don't know. It's weird that she would be cooler with Anthony than Joe.
1: This is very strange.
0: Yeah. I agree. Joe is like a is a classic name.
1: There's many, 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 many jokes. She's basically like ruling out 10% of all guys in America.
0: Serena has a very solid negging flirting technique. Excellent. She nags him constantly and he loves it. And
1: I (laughs) don't even think she meant it. She was, you're right. She was just nagging him. Yeah. I'm not going to date a Jeff. What does that even mean? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. She was just nagging. She's brilliant.
0: Also talking about how Brad Pitt is hotter than him. Like she's just constantly. She's
1: constantly dropping the negs, but not too mean. Never too mean. No. Always lighthearted. And
0: it's with affection. Yes, it's teasing. Negging is yes. almost too critical of what she's doing. It's the perfect teasing.
1: It's ribbing, flirtation. ribbing. It's ribbing. Yes. yes, I love that word. Me too. <laughs> Glad we agree.
0: <laughs> Shocking that we yeah. agree on something. Okay, so now we have Abigail, and things take a serious hmm. turn here. So seriously
1: on... boring turn.
0: <laughs> so on a daybed, of course. Abigail with her girlfriends tearfully tells them that there isn't really chemistry. Hmm. They kiss and make out, but they aren't really all over each other. Hmm. It kind of sounds like they're friends who kiss, I guess. And my favorite part here is Tammy, who's obviously more than qualified to give relationship advice, says, go with your gut, figure out your relationship.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Tammy, the couple's counselor.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Around paradise now, Abigail and Noah. Or the hot topic being Mm. discussed. God, it would be annoying to be in this place. Everyone's all up in each other's business all the time. And of course, being prompted to talk about it by producers. And Jesenia and Ivan and Tammy are discussing them around a dinner table or a picnic table or one of the tables where food is eaten. (laughs) And Tammy expresses how no one is a solid couple until they have the conversation Hmm. And I have to admit, this was really funny. She said, I mean, I thought this was a solid couple and look where that went. (laughs) Referring to Jesenia and Ivan who were sitting right next to each other. And they both laughed so hard. (laughs) Right. I loved this.
1: Great. They were friends. Yeah.
0: They're friends. They can laugh about it. I feel like it's been just two days and they're already able to laugh about it. It's great. Cute. Yeah. I still like them. I know. Whether or not they're romantically involved. I mean, they're not
1: romantically involved, but you and Ivan, I think it's getting, it's heating up. (laughs)
0: Okay, so now Abigail approaches Noah Mm -hmm. and they talk about their situationship. She asks him for his thoughts and he said, obviously, I like you. We're solid. We're fun. Everyone's obsessed with our relationship.
1: (laughs) Most importantly.
0: (laughs) And she says that they make a lot of sense. So why are they holding back? And he says, do you think we're just friends at the end? And she says that at one point she thinks he stopped trying. And I got to say, he seems kind of removed from this conversation. Kind of. (laughs) Well, I'm unclear. Like, is this just, I don't know if I'm reading into the body language too much.
1: He just
0: didn't seem that concerned, invested.
1: He is someone, in my impression, is someone who is completely checked out of this and doesn't even want to have the conversation about it. He just wants it to be gone.
0: You think so? He's wow. he gone.
1: Because
0: I feel like he cares about her. He
1: cares about her as a human being. Romantically, it's over. That I guarantee.
0: Interesting. Do you think that... that okay, so this is one of the things that bothers me about this show. Mm-hmm. I said yesterday that I hate all the loose ends. Yeah. I feel like we did not get any material to support what happens here like this unravels so fast the last time we really saw them was on a one-on-one date where it went swimmingly and everything was great and then they've been referred to for the past two episodes as one of the strongest couples in paradise when and how did this unravel
1: I guess they just couldn't jam it into this unbelievably exciting (laughs) and scintillating episode
0: this really bothers me about this entire show as a whole they never give actual content they just give the beginning and end beginning and end well, beginning is, and this end.
1: this is not a reality tv show this actually does a disservice to reality tv which is really it gives impressive. reality tv a bad rap it does which again <laughs> props to them for doing that it's a really <laughs> it's it's a power move but this is not reality the reality is left on the cutting floor yeah all the stupid shit is what we see
0: yeah So Noah, I wrote, seems completely removed from this conversation. He seems to suggest that he's made some efforts or moves and that she's scoffed it off. He said, it's hard for me to keep doing things if the response is meh. Mm
1: -hmm. I thought
0: this was interesting. This is the kind of thing I would have loved to have seen footage of.
1: Well, you're never going to see it.
0: We just have to take his word for it. I take his word. So usually I might be put off by a guy saying this because... He's, be- he's kind of putting it on her. He's basically saying, I never stopped trying. I have been trying. I've been making all the effort and you're the one that's been blowing me off. Mm. And so he's not really taking ownership, but my gut tells me there's truth to this because of how quickly in her ITMs she says that this tracks with her relationship history. Yeah. Anyway, she says, I guess I didn't realize I was giving off that vibe. And he says he wonders if they've gotten too comfortable. I can actually see that being a huge problem in this setting. Mm-hmm. All the time in the world to just sip daiquiris.
1: And knowing that no matter how much you screw up, there's always some other girl or guy that you can go jump onto.
0: Yeah, but even if you are in a happy relationship, there's nothing to do. Nothing to do. You, and you also have to watch your mouth because you're being filmed all the time. You know, there's no privacy. You're all up in each other's business. You're just like wasting away on a beach. Pretty much just working out and then eating and drinking.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Like, Like, you need to space. Like, when you meet someone new... Sure, you can meet them the next day, maybe. But you need to have that, like, downtime where you go and, like, you know, process and debrief yourself and prepare yourself for the next meeting and, like, have that time apart where where you long for the person and you think about them and you get excited about seeing them again. Yes. It's, like, basically... You go on a date, you meet someone amazing, you go home, you don't have sex, and you just sit around and do like, you know, brush your teeth together and like uh, iron your clothes mm-hmm. and you know, do your skin treatments. It's like what this is not the way it works.
0: In this setting, you basically go straight to being in a full blown, living together-ish relationship situation. In all the
1: worst ways.
0: In all the worst ways. You you bypass all those early butterflies. Yes. Like, okay, the butterflies made for the first day, but then you start eating together, drinking together, like just doing everything together all day long, you don't get that time apart to yearn for each other and to wonder how the other person feels. And, it, and honestly, the relationships that do have more of that in this setting tend to be the unhealthy ones.
1: Yeah, It's either
0: like healthy and you're spending way too much time together to the point where there's no excitement. Notice how often the women want more from the guy. They want to be romanced more. They want more excitement.
1: I I would go as far as saying that if you do meet someone in paradise and it's a real connection and you are into each other and you leave there like psyched that you should marry that person because that's (laughs) like you went through baptism by fire.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, I wrote that those are the precious moments of early courtship that are taken away in this setting. So there's a lot of back and forth in this conversation. And finally, Abigail asks him, do you want to try again? And he says, I feel like I want to think for a minute. So this is left pretty unresolved.
1: Mm, it's resolved.
0: Oh, really? You think? Oh, yeah. that you think? Okay. Well, later on, they're referred to as being broken up. So I guess this is it. Mm, it's,
1: but- you don't come back from that. You don't come back from him going to think about it for a while. It's not like they've been together for t- two years. It's, it's over.
0: So Abigail's worried that they're throwing away something really good because they have a fun time together. He's sweet and it's easy. She seems really focused on the fact that a lot of other couples are more hot and heavy, to mm-hmm. use her words. Yeah. But I also, again, another function of the setting is when you're surrounded by all these other couples who display their affection for each other in different ways. Like if you're next to Morissa and Riley, then it's, I can see how you would naturally be like, oh, they're more into each other than, mm-hmm. than we are. Yeah. Compare a despair. Hmm. You know, like I can't help but think that in the real world, if they had the relationship they had without seeing <laughs> on all these daybeds in their line of sight, if they didn't see everyone just making out all the time, if they might be more content, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, at the end of the day, not every couple is all hot and heavy with each other.
1: No. As a matter of fact, too much hot and heaviness can sometimes be a problem.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: I'll take the temperature down a little bit.
0: Abigail says in her ITM, I self-sabotage. We had such a good thing going on and I fucked it up.
1: Ah, come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said I feel for her, but I'm not sure she really fucked anything up. She didn't like. fuck
1: anything up. It just happened. They weren't, they didn't feel it. Yeah. After there was no chemistry. Like you could
0: argue if he was deterred by her meh-z that uh, it wasn't no. supposed to work
1: out. Do you, believe me, you should never... It, if anything, a guy would be the opposite of deterred by meh. He'd be like, "Why are you more into me? I'm so into you. Why are you more into well, me?" Guys don't get deterred by meh. Yeah, they but, get deterred by the opposite of meh.
0: <laughs> but you could also argue that he might feel like he's crossing the line to not heed her mez. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's in a tricky oh, position. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, really? I disagree
1: with you on this one.
0: Okay, so you think that a man
1: in a meh position- makes a guy chase harder. Oh, wow. The opposite of meh can make a guy pull Oh, you're back. right.
0: Maybe a meh, because a meh is not no.
1: No, a meh is the best thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, a heavy, heavy meh.
0: <laughs> so you think a meh, most men would be like challenge accepted.
1: Absolutely.
0: Maybe that's a generational difference.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: But I know what you're saying. Amet is definitely not no. And she has given him plenty of reciprocation. She's hanging out with him all the time. They're joking around. They're all affectionate with each other. Anyway, ultimately, I think it's a lesson in reciprocation. They just don't. They don't have it. They don't have it. And it's okay. It sure is. So now we see Demi. And she is generally hoping the date goes terribly for (laughs) Tia and Kenny. And Chris asks Demi. Do you know Tia really well? And she says, "No. We're like very, very different. I'm better." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Demi. Uh,
1: uh,
0: I mean, I don't even want to give Demi any no, no, airtime no. no, in no, our recap, on. but unfortunately, she will get more. Move on. So mm. now Tia and Kenny go on their date and they meet up with uh, with three people on a beach mm. who want to play volleyball with them.
1: Mm. Just a simple game of volleyball. Just a simple
0: game of volleyball. And now those three people stripped down and then were shown a sign that translates to nude beach.
1: Ah, (laughs) of all the luck they had (laughs) to walk right onto a nude beach.
0: I know. This was just strange to me. There's all this discussion over whether or not they'll get naked as well. Why is this necessary? Why do they need to get naked? I don't understand.
1: You're asking questions (laughs) about why things happen on Bassman Paradise?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just, there was so much back and forth and I guess it was kind of flirty, but I also don't know why either of them should have felt pressured to remove their clothes on national television.
1: I have chosen to abstain from discussing this both out of not giving a shit and out of feeling like I might step in it.
0: (laughs) So Tia takes off her top and Kenny takes off his swimsuit. I gotta say, I'm impressed with her for taking off her top because I did not expect her to do that, considering how shocked she seemed by the nudity.
1: Mm, I, mm, yeah, I, abstain.
0: Oh, you abstain. Wait, what? What are your real thoughts on this?
1: Are you? Is this off record?
0: Sure, but I'm just curious.
1: I just don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're keeping that. <laughs> okay, fair enough who cares who cares she seems shocked by the nudity but then she also takes off her her top Mm -hmm. andy here you said how funny are humans they think it's so funny to show their tits and their penises
1: (laughs) it is i mean animals walking around they're just like what's the big deal yeah it's like this is what we do yeah and they got some fur but i mean you know you've seen dogs with the stuff hanging down it's and the buttholes the buttholes it's amazing like you know what i i think the reason why dogs are so obsessed with each other's buttholes is because there's nothing they can do about it it's literally the first thing you see when you're walking behind a dog yeah it's right there yeah you gotta you gotta be into it i think dogs go for the butthole first to reduce the awkwardness of meeting another dog be like look we both know our buttholes are showing <laughs> let's just make it real comfortable let's sniff each other's buttholes get it over with then we could go back to the regular dog stuff
0: do they sniff each other's buttholes or their their pee holes?
1: I think it's it's not like you can make a choice. A dog has some <laughs> of the best smell on earth. It's not like it's like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from that butthole. It's pretty gross. Even though I do eat shit from the sidewalk once in a while, I'm just smelling pee here. We're just smelling pee.
0: Uh, growing up, our dog in the winter, if we didn't pick up her poop in time and it froze, yeah. she would eat. Her own poop. Oh, who doesn't like a good frozen poop? In the we winter. Would used to call it poopsicles. Oh,
1: sh- the, the, that brings us full circle to the, the form that this episode <laughs> has taken. A frozen poop that a dog eats.
0: Yes. Very good. Very good. Thank you. You're referencing yesterday's recap. I this. am.
1: And, you know, not saying this recap totally escaped from that analogy, <laughs> but uh, okay, I'll give it a slightly north of frozen dog poop level.
0: <laughs> so we're back to Demi and in a chat with Marissa... Demi jokes about her and Kenny having already named their first child. Hmm. And she was shocked that he'd be interested in another date. Hmm. All right. I have a... Yeah. I don't hmm. want to talk about Demi too much. No. <laughs> so Tia and Kenny now talk on the beach. Mm-hmm. And he says, cheers to seeing your bleep already. And yeah. she said, cheers to seeing your schlong in all its glory. Yeah. thanks. And he reveals that he's had a thing going with Demi. And she says, I'm kind of scared of Demi. Scared she's going to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> I wrote, I like Tia. She's funny. Yeah, she's funny. She's a nice mix of self deprecating and. Yeah. And humorful. she's self aware,
1: but also natural. That's yes. A good combo.
0: Yeah. Kenny reveals he has been to the Boom Boom room. Mm. And Tia goes off over this. She says, Girls freak out about that. If you sleep with someone, they're going to freak out if you go out with someone else. Oh, God, I'm going to get murdered in my sleep. I'm getting murdered. <laughs> nonetheless she says she's so glad she took him on this date and they make out and they make out to the tune by the way of demi saying thinking of them making out makes me want to throw up Mm -hmm. and i wrote whatever happened to everyone being there to date each other
1: yeah and what about all the throwing up mary had to do watching her make out with kenny mary (laughs) mary mary whatever
0: (laughs) yeah it's a little hypocritical Considering one episode ago, she was saying Mari needs a lesson in hypocrisy. Mm. But here we are. She says, if Tia takes my man, I'm going to burn this beach down. And then I'd after, like
1: to see someone burn a beach down. Would you? I mean, how can you do that? You can't burn a beach. There's, if there's anything on earth that cannot be burned down, it's a beach.
0: That's true, actually. Yeah. You can burn down the buildings on the
1: beach. Yeah, but the beach has no buildings on it. If anything, you can turn the beach to glass with like some sort of nuclear device, but you cannot burn a beach down. Anyway, moving on.
0: <laughs> so after the commercial break, Jasenia gives a rundown on the current couples and says, Noah and Abigail are split up. I didn't mm. really get that memo. Maybe I'm the clueless one, but no. I didn't get the closure of that relationship. I think,
1: I think in their own way, they said it's over. Okay. I mean, that was the show's way of saying this is not working.
0: I'm a little sad about that one.
1: I'm going to get over it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so now we see Joe and Serena once again. Mm -hmm. Because we know Kendall's coming. We need to be reminded of how wonderful their relationship is. And Joe openly says, I think we're the most solid couple in paradise right now. Kendall arrives. In a two-piece dress. Swimsuit dress that is identical to Mara's yellow one from yesterday, by the way. I just had to point that out. Good eye. I suspect this was gifted to them. Mm -hmm. If we see one more person wearing this kind of set, we know it was gifted. Just saying. (laughs) Fun fact.
1: I'll be thinking of that as well.
0: (laughs) So she says in a voiceover, Joe is the closest thing I ever came to marriage. And she goes down to the beach. There doesn't seem to be a guest host, by the way. What happened to our guest host for this week?
1: I think he peaced out. I think they can only take so much before they just leave.
0: Yeah, I mean, there should have been for this third week after the second rose ceremony a new guest host.
1: I think there are certain shows where the host is just enjoys every minute and he's like, this is, I can't believe I get paid to do this. Yeah. And there are some shows, like perhaps this one, where the host is like, I was in contract until 12 a.m. on this date and I'm out. Goodbye.
0: But who is that host? That's my question. Who is it? It's Lance. No, Lance Bass already peaced out at the last rose ceremony the way David Spade did.
1: Oh. Who is the
0: new host?
1: Was there no host this episode? No. Oh, my God. We were hostless.
0: Host- Remember last week we got a boombox. It's going to be me.
1: Is it possible that there was a host and he saw how things would go <laughs> down? And he just like ran for the hills?
0: Yeah. So I don't know. Something happened. It's hard to imagine they had two celebrity guest hosts for the first two weeks. And then suddenly they're like, yeah, we won't do that anymore.
1: That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Something happened.
1: Mm hmm. David Spade gave him the memo. He's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. You don't want to do that. No, 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 no.
0: So Kendall walks right down to the beach and past everyone and makes a beeline for Joe. And the episode here wraps with her greeting him with a friendly smile. And she goes, hey, butthead.
1: No, that's cute, actually. That is cute.
0: And then we see an ITM of him cursing. (laughs) And the previews for next week show there's a storm brewing in paradise. And Andy, you said there's always a storm brewing.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's a very stormy area of the yeah. ocean.
0: <laughs> and then in the credits, we see Becca Kufrin trying to do night while being distracted by Riley working out. And I wrote, I missed having Becca on my TV. Oh, We, had, we didn't see enough of Becca in this episode, considering all the fanfare about yeah. her arrival. Mm-hmm. I want more Becca.
1: Okay, well, you'll, you'll probably get more Becca. <laughs> I'm guessing.
0: All right, that's it for this episode. Word Watch. Mm-hmm. For episode... Six, Andy, yes. have you thought over what word you want people to guess?
1: I have thought about it. Okay. And I have decided on heartbroken. Oh. And for this word watch.
0: Oh, yeah. We have a special announcement.
1: We, as promised, have a prize.
0: We have a prize for next week's word watch.
1: We do. Mm-hmm. And I bet you can't guess what that prize is. <laughs> can you guess? I mean, we know, actually. I actually think people
0: probably could guess, but... It's I an think it apt would, prize. Let's
1: put it this way. It's going to take most people one or two guesses. <laughs> so not on the first guess, but probably the second one. But
0: that does not take away from the
1: magnitude,
0: magnitude and desirability of this prize. So to explain, because this is our first time doing this with a real prize, you need to guess in the comments below this YouTube video or on the Instagram page for this episode. Nowhere else. Don't DM us. Don't email us and don't reply to another comment with your guests. It needs to be its own comment. Otherwise, yes. Andy will not find your vote.
1: Yes, I'm working very hard here. Yes. And also I request use numeral <laughs> Yeah, we don't have an intern to do this. We don't have some kind of high level algorithm. I got to comb through all these goddamn comments. Yes. And I want to see numbers. Yeah. Numbers.
0: Use the numeral. So if it is six, you don't write S I X. You use the number six in its own individual comment, either below this YouTube video or on the Instagram post for this episode. I am just reiterating this because we've been getting DMs and emails, and your vote will just simply not be cast if you do that. However, if you guess correctly, you will be entered then into a draw and we will randomly select one name and that person will win a...
1: Hello Tushy Bidet!
0: Yay! Yes. So there will be one winner for a Hello Tushy Bidet. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. And thank you to Hello Tushy for sponsoring this. Thank you. So you have to guess how many times the word heartbroken is, will be uttered in episode six. And not heartbreak, and not break one's heart; it's heartbroken. Correct. Mm-hmm. Great, exciting, exciting day.
1: We promised, <laughs> and we are s- delivering.
0: Yes, it's been a long time coming.
1: And by the way, I, I just want to add that I don't want to make it sound like I don't like combing through the comments to find the numbers. <laughs> I actually really do like the comments; it makes yeah. it warms my heart. Yeah. But but. I, I, I read them the first time. Going through them a second time for numbers can be hard when, when people are spelling out the numbers.
0: Yeah. I think people sort of assume that there's a kind of like metal detector for this. It's like yeah. we'll somehow just know. Well
1: it's like an algorithm. It's like an app. You yeah. just put like yeah. it's like a it's like a you just put it in the app and it's just yeah. like, Oh, here are the winners.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately we don't have an intern doing this, it's just Andy doing it and he it's wants to job. spend as little time as possible combing through your guests. I get
1: the dirty jobs.
0: <laughs> yep. I don't know about that. I'm the one taking notes.
1: I get the good jokes.
0: <laughs> and now, Andy, our segment that everyone seems to love. <laughs> I'm I'm flattered that you guys enjoy the segment so much. Yeah. It was sort of accidental. Who would we go for after this episode?
1: Well, I... Are have, you
0: staying faithful to Serena? or I have, are you I have a big on? announcement to make. Oh.
1: Serena and I <laughs> have decided that our journey on Bachelor in Paradise has come to an end oh
0: man because you've been wooed by someone else
1: I realize I'm just really good friends with Serena <laughs> I don't think there's much God. more there okay I have been wooed by Mari
0: Mari you were really wooed by that comeback
1: I was yeah
0: that comeback was pretty great
1: yeah I'm, I'm on team Mari now I'm, I'm I think we're gonna give it a shot
0: okay yeah I respect that I'm gonna stick with Ivan he's a class act
1: Wow, you guys from the beginning just like really solid as a rock
0: to be fair there were no new men yeah and he continues to do nothing wrong he's just a classy nice guy I, who's I, so likable that he gets friendship roses that I, bodes well I,
1: I, I totally approve of this relationship I just personally I just need a little more excitement
0: <laughs> you you want to date someone who has the potential to throw a cake into a fire
1: exactly <laughs> yes
0: okay I think then that's a wrap yeah that's it for episode five Of Bachelor in Paradise. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. We would like you to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, leave us iTunes ratings and reviews. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would say above all.
1: Tell your friends.
0: Tell your friends. That's the best thing you can do for us. Word of mouth is the greatest gift of all.
1: Yes. Your friends need to know. Your (laughs) friends don't know.
0: They just don't know. (laughs) They don't. They need to know. Yep. And so I think that's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this recap episode of Dear Shandy, and we will see you next time. Bye. Dear
1: Shandy